Hi. This is episode eight of the Viva La Diva podcast. I'm your host, Laura J. Ingalls, and it's time to dare you to unconditionally love yourself. Today, I want to talk about the wagon, as in, I tried to do this really good thing, and then I messed up, and now I'm supposed to feel really bad about myself and bemoan my inability to stay on the wagon. <laughs> so I'm, I'm jumping in here today because, for me, it's been a week of ups and downs, like big time. I mean, work, business, dealing with a new schedule, there have been good things, there have been difficult things. Um, I've been caring for my sister's old puppy dog, which if you are following my Instagram, you will see a couple of pictures of him. He's the best, but he's also a million years old and has diabetes and has to, you know, and is blind and needs a lot of care. And he's not usually in my world. And um, while I love him and I volunteered to care for him, I wouldn't have him anywhere else. It it threw my routine routine off. Um, I've taken on a new running challenge. I went and on Strava joined Project 159 with Kelly Roberts. So for those of you who are on Strava, definitely jump in and take a look at that. But um, for my group, like when I posted that I was doing this, a bunch of people on my Facebook jumped in and said that they wanted to challenge themselves to run a half marathon a little faster, just give themselves a goal to work for. So I put us all in this little Facebook group, and I wrote the training schedule for my Project 159 group, and I, like, wrote the schedule, and yet things have been so crazy, and I got sick this week um, from all the changes, and who knows what else, like, maybe who, I've just been around way more people, so I didn't get in all the training, like, basically, it's just been a mixed bag of a week, and not everything is going according to plan, at all. And most of the time, there's no one but myself to be accountable to when some of these things go wrong. But I feel like between this group and some of the things with work, um, I'm finding myself in a situation where I not only have to analyze and understand for myself why things are off, but I also have had to deal with the effects that some of that has had on other people. And I've really had to own my mistakes. Um, Gosh, one of the hardest things was I had a tough phone call this week, a couple of days ago, to this facility that we partner with, um, with my business, Vivacious Life, to run some of our retreats. And we had to cancel a couple of the events that we were hoping to plan with them this year. And that was a really tough conversation to have. And I was I was really dreading this call because I felt like we were letting down someone who's put great faith in us. Um, the woman who owns the facility, she's just amazing and warm and believes in us so much. But um, as I'm as we're kind of talking through how what a bummer this whole thing has been, just you know, for one reason or another, she said something to me that really jarred me out of that feeling of being a complete disappointment. And she said, um, she said, I'm gonna be rooting for you to really knock it out of the park this fall. So keep going, don't give up. Um And that pulled me right out of the conversation that we'd been having and sort of pushed me into a new conversation because it was like the light bulb went on and I realized how I was sounding all like sad and like we, like everything was over because, you know, we, we had to sort of rechart our course for vivacious life. But I mean, but then I was like, oh my God, of course we're not giving up. 
Because so what if we fell off the wagon a bit here and there in terms of what we thought this year was going to look like versus what we what it actually looks like and what we actually want to do with our company and with our brand. And so I immediately got out of that mea culpa and I perked up and I shared with her some of the really, really exciting and positive things that have been happening with our business, of which there are actually so many. There's so many good things. Like even just this week, there's been so many good things. We've had some phenomenal meetings with some really amazing companies. And suddenly, even though it didn't change the cancellations that we were making, the whole thing felt a lot less disheartening. And I knew that even though we had fallen off with a couple of the things that we were planning, that we were definitely back on that wagon, so to speak. Um, We just had to stop and unload some of the items that were weighing us down. And it's just, it was just like having a rough couple of weeks trying to do the workouts that I actually wrote myself um, onto the training plan. And just because I didn't make all of those workouts doesn't mean that I'm throwing in the towel on the whole project. Like I'm definitely... I'm definitely still 100 committed, 100% committed to hitting that 159 or, you know, trying to come as close as I can and get a lot faster um, with my running over the summer. Uh, just to backtrack, like my goal is to try to run a half marathon in under two hours, which I've done before like years ago, but then I had a lot of health issues and it's been about four years since I've been able to do it. So my goal is to get back to that by the fall. Um, but anyway, like falling off the wagon, regardless of what wagon you're on, whether it's a career wagon or a fitness wagon or eating in a way that makes you feel strong and energized kind of wagon, falling off is going to happen. It's, it's life. I, um, when I was a kid, I used to love that game Oregon Trail and, um, like I'm totally dating myself, but I played it on my old Apple IIe. And in that game, the wagon journey was filled with pit stops, like times when you're carrying too much and they won't let you, like you can't load more than what you can carry on your wagon. And there were times when you didn't have enough and you were starving and you had to stop and get out and go hunt for food. And sometimes you had to stop for sickness and... um. <laughs> Believe me, with the way that my stomach bug has been hitting me this week, I feel like maybe I have dysentery and I need to be off the wagon for a bit. But ultimately, like, the game kept moving forward. You stopped. You did what you had to do. And then you moved on. And for anyone that was able to constantly get back on the wagon, they eventually made it um, to the end. And so, yeah, like, I think – Falling off the wagon is completely it's not it's not only not like the worst thing ever, it's kind of necessary when you think about all the different needs and unexpected things that crop up in life. Um, so here's another example from my week. I I sent out my very first email to my mailing list like ever last night uh for LauraJingles.com which used to be my F skinny website. I I mean, basically it had been so long since that since I had created that list, it was like four years ago that I created that list. And the list had acquired not just some, but like a ton of robot emails. And I had such a huge bounce rate when I finally got up the guts to 
sent out that email that MailChimp made me verify everybody's emails before allowing me to actually keep this list. And I absolutely, I just had a laugh because sending that email, agreeing with myself to engage with people more, it was just a huge step in getting on the wagon for me. And I realized, and like, it, it was it was just hilarious that I just got such a reminder of how important it is that you can't like ignore your wagon because otherwise then you have like eight other bazillion hoops to jump through and getting back on. Um, but what was really, really cool about it was I received an email from a friend of mine, Andy, who shared her own story of falling off the wagon. And what's amazing about Andy is that I know she's going to get back on it. I like have zero doubt because she's one of the strongest and smartest and most driven women I've ever met. And yeah, it totally stinks to have those moments when it seems like everything in your life is conspiring against you and finding and, – and, you know – it feels like you're never going to find that brilliant moment of sustained sustained success and perfection. But really, when it comes down to it, there's no reason to give up completely in these moments. And I love that Andy instinctually knows this. And um, she sent me she said this email that she sent. It was so it was awesome because it was basically something to the effect of, "Well, everything got messed up, but like no big deal. I'll just try again or try something else, and I'm gonna listen to your podcast." And <laughs> hi, Andy, <laughs> I know you're listening, and I love you, and I believe in you. And your email was so perfect for the moment that I'm having right now. Um, <laughs> you got this. Get back on your wagon, girl. But whenever, anyway, whenever I think about making a big change in my life, I remember this piece of advice that I was given a few years back, and it was an experiment to illustrate how stubborn our brain is when it comes to change. So what you do is you move your garbage can from one part of your kitchen to another part of your kitchen, and then you see how long it takes you to stop going for the old spot. So obviously at first, you know, you mess up more often than you will months and months down the road, but just test yourself and see if every once in a while, even months later, while even though 99% of the time you're going to go for the new spot where the garbage can is, if you don't find that 1% of the time where you are just really not thinking about it and then you go for the old spot. That is how our brains are wired, and that's why change is so freaking challenging. And what's crazy is there's very little in your life that gets in the way of you finding the garbage can, for example. Like, unlike health habits or work habits or whatever, like having a fight with your significant other probably will not have a dramatic effect on finding the garbage can, but it might have an effect on whether or not you take the time to cook a healthy dinner. My point is, is that we need to put less value on always being on the wagon. And we need to stop feeling bad if we have to get off it every once in a while because that's freaking life. You get off the wagon. The bigger question is, if your wagon is going somewhere you want it to go, like if that wagon is heading in a direction that really means a lot to you, then you're always going to get back on, especially if you don't let yourself get freaked out and feel bad about getting off the wagon. I think it's powerful to know why you got off the wagon so that you can do what you need to do and then get back on and keep moving forward on your journey. But seriously, like perfection is a pipe dream. No one achieves it. No one can live up to it. It's freaking boring. So 
here's what I say. I say get off the wagon when you need to, refuel, reassess, deal with the situation at hand, and then get back on. You can do it. I believe in you. So thank you so much for tuning in. I've got a couple of announcements before we go. There's actually like big news, actually. So my company, Vivacious Life, which I talked about earlier, um, we just launched this new initiative to offer workshops live online for free every two weeks. So I kicked it off last Tuesday with a workshop all about sugar, which you can view on our website, vivaciouslife.net. And on June 7th, my co-founder, Caitlin Green, will be teaching a workshop on the power of breath. So definitely check those out right on the website. You can attend, tell your friends, get them to attend. Um, It was such a cool experience to be able to actually have face-to-face discussion with women all over the country about something that a lot of us struggle with. And um, yeah, I just can't wait to dive in with more workshops because it was just, it was such, it was so awesome. Um, So I hope to see you there. And as always, if you loved this episode of uh, Viva La Diva, please subscribe and rate it on iTunes and leave me a rating, a five-star rating if you're really loving me. Um, I love comments. Refer me to your friends. Um, And if you go ahead and give me a review on iTunes, then it helps other people to find me and uh, helps uh, iTunes to make the right recommendations. So I really, really, really appreciate it if you do that. Um, also, don't forget to tweet at me at LJ Ingalls on Twitter or hit me up on my website, leave a comment, shoot me an email, um, give me some ideas of what you'd like to hear about, what you're interested in, what you're loving. And um, until next time, Viva La Diva. <laughs> <laughs>